0: The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire. Call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square. Push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon. Tolerate diversity of thought. Control their childlike emotional impulses. Stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an
1: unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power.
2: No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory.
0: And no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. We're not counting on vaccine mandates at all. Those are decisions
2: the federal government is not going to make. You're not going to see a central mandate coming from the federal government. That's not the role of the federal government. You know, at the federal
0: level, I don't have the uh, the authority to either mask mandate or, or vaccine mandate. That's not uh, what we do at the federal level. Definitely
2: not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone
1: to take the vaccine. We've never done that. There will be no federal mandate.
0: This is a decision that historically uh, has not come from the federal government around vaccine mandates.
2: That has not happened ever, to my knowledge, at a national level.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> think- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've been lied to. Uh, uh. Man, don't I love the internet? I love the internet because it's available. Yeah. It's like I- uh, this woman named Bridget Fettesy. She was on Rogan and she had one of the best lines about just the general media and everything now. She was just like, I feel like the media doesn't know, they pretend the internet doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it's like they'll go on CNN and do like Joe Rogan, Hirstie Wimmer, like SNL, like terrible stuff. And then it'll be like the next day and there's like a stupid clip on Twitter <laughs> making fun of them and it has like 6 million views, which yeah. is like way more views than they have. <laughs> it's like we all caught on. Because like it's bu- like, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it's just <laughs> such bullshit. We'll never mandatory nothing. Yeah. Turns into like, oh, yeah, it's mandatory. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to take two. Oh, yeah, you got to take three. <laughs> and I also saw an article I was going to send it to you That basically said The immunocompromised should get ready For their fourth shot What? Fourth shot, baby
1: In one year? Yeah Every year?
0: Yeah Oh, also And and, and not to go too vax But this is a great tweet I was thinking I, was, I saw the other day So Moderna's been banned mm-hmm. In five major countries It's like Germany, Italy I think Iceland A couple others Banned for 30 and under the one that's in our body, right? Yours is Moderna too. Pfizer. Pfizer, okay. So I have Moderna, which seems to be the bad one. Yeah. And uh, banned for 30 and under. And oh yet... It's 30
1: and over, so like it's five Canada
0: years. is yeah. getting ready to inject it in five-year-olds.
1: Moderna? Yes. Oh, my God. They just
0: announced today. But I mean... It's
1: not checked properly.
0: Checked properly. Shivy, we, we're in the late... St- so there's something called agency capture. Mm-hmm. Agency capture means when the corporate interests take over the entire agency. Like you look at the FDA, right? Now it'll be like, the news will be like, FDA says yada, yada, yada. It's like, the FDA told us for 10 years that opiates weren't addictive. Yeah. They were compromised 10 years ago. They might as well have an office at Pfizer. Like it's just absurd to be like, the FDA. It's like when people say the CIA says, I'm just like, give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Anyway, I just got back from San Diego. I was telling Chevy. Woo. First of all, I went on three dates because it was like, it was like, well, I was like, why not? Of course. Why wouldn't I just go on dates? Yeah. But I did three back to back, three nights. Mm. I feel like it was like The Bachelor, like The Bachelor San Diego edition, <laughs> right? Because I was like, yeah. every night I was getting ready, I was like, dude, do, 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 like just felt like I was like in a good mood. Yeah. And met really cool people, like really nice people. It's such a special place. It really is. I don't want to sell too much on this show because it's like this woman said to me at the bar, I was, because I was grilling everyone there, I was like, hi, I want to live here and I'm going to make that happen. Um, I was like, "What is the secret? Like, is this just like a special place that no one really knows about? They know about it, but like." And she grabbed me by the throat, jokingly, but it got a little aggressive. <laughs> and she goes, "Don't you say anything to anyone." Yeah, as if like everyone there, it's like a secret. Like, yeah. okay, but don't tell anyone the secret.
1: <laughs> it comes and tells on the
2: podcast. So
0: I tell it on the podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: and my, I was with my friend, who uh, is a lot of fun. He's super conspiracy minded, so we had a really good time. We were talking about like we were in the middle of the bar he was laughing he was like he's like only we would be in the middle of the bar like two thirty in the morning <laughs> talking about the caspian sea <laughs> and how like all wars and just the trade routes and stuff like that we were just going off on the patio we look like a bunch of coke heads like you know coke heads always think they're yeah, like yeah. saying amazing things <laughs> so we were just talking about it we're like let me tell you about this yeah. and uh it was just it's just a really special place and i had this moment when i was walking down the beach I have these moments, just life epiphanies. I think we all have them where you just get shaked out of your value system or your worldview and you unravel it so quickly Mm -hmm. that it's it's overwhelming. And I think it was like I had that with a lot of the Iraq war. I had that with the mass at the beginning. Like, of course, they work, blah, blah, blah. And then just was like one day I was like, yeah, no. And different things like that. And I had this thing where I was like, You know, I've been sold my whole life the idea that I live in the best country on earth and that um, in every way we are better than America. You know, it was always like, yeah, you don't want to be American. You don't want to be American. And America has a lot of problems. Don't get me wrong, as does this country. But, you know, in a comparison, I was doing kind of the comparison of Toronto to San Diego and the lives that I would live, and by every metric— it was a better life in the way that like I went and I saw an apartment and it was basically the same as this one. 20% cheaper even after the conversion. Internet's half the price. Cell phones half the price. Hydro's cheaper. Food's cheaper. Um, If you buy good healthcare, healthcare is better, Um, like more premium healthcare. Like I was talking to this one guy who has like a concierge service where you can call your doctor at any time and like text them and stuff like that. Wow. And yeah. And, and no winters and uh, warm people and no COVID restrictions and a different way of life. And you know, it's such a, it's such a special place in the way that like I find people's energies very quickly become contagious. Meaning when you're in an area for so long, You just feed off the energy, the person you, you know, go by in the elevator or the security guard or the person at the convenience store. You just feed off their energy over time. And I was feeding off an energy that was very pure and very reasonable. And just even the governance, uh, it's such a balanced take on the place. You know, they had like, you're allowed to have fires on the beach and just little things. Like if they had fires here on the beach, there would be a bylaw officer there yelling at people drinking There would be some kind of horse shit They would try to shut it down And it's like there You're just treated like an adult They just say to you like You can have fires on the beach But like just Just don't fuck it up You know Giving people autonomy To just have fires on the beach And just little things You know And I just felt like That combined with the COVID restriction I just felt really Free Free and respected And part of a community And even just the mask You know Like
1: Like happy in general Yeah And and I texted
0: Shivi And it was like Actually a funny joke But (laughs) the joke was, I kind of want to make it the merch. (laughs) And I said, I'm not depressed. I'm just Canadian. Because before I went, I was in a situation where I just felt like, I felt like very anxious and depressed. And I sort of was like, I think I'm sliding down into that hole again. And I got there and my life circumstances haven't changed in any way. Um, But I just, it was easier to deal with them. Mm -hmm. The tensions were gone. And I would come into the shower after a nice day of warm people, no masks. Like, when I say no masks, I mean, like, guys, those of you listening in, like, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, places like that, I'm talking about no masks. I'm talking about being in an Airbnb and sharing the elevator with two 70-year-olds, not in masks. Talking to you, looking at you, enjoying life, connecting, laughing. You know, we had such good, those little interactions. And And, again, this isn't someone who's more of a misanthrope, but, like, Those interactions were so nourishing that I felt like I cannot connect with people in masks anymore. I cannot read their emotions. I feel a barrier, like condoms, (laughs) and I just feel the barrier between people. And, you know, I'm standing in this beautiful restaurant and there's like 50, 60 people all around waiting for their tables. Beautiful, just happy, warm, welcoming. No one like when you're happy, you're happy and you just show it. I I said it in this way to my friend. I said, Have you seen a single person honk? Have you seen a single person honk? There's been tons of people that have been cut off. There's been tons of people that have been treated like shit. They're fine. They don't explode in the way people do here. They look you in the eyes. They talk to you. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Like everyone Aww. thinks Canada is so nice. I'm like, no, no, no. I've been there. It's magical. And then it's and the energy's contagious. I'm nice to you. You're nice to them. You're nice to them. And I just felt it. I felt it. And people are there's no like hey, you want to go for, like, this one guy was like, hey, you want to go for dinner? There's no, like, Toronto, like, wishy-washy, uh, let's see if something better comes up, um, that kind of vibe, a non-committal, sure, whatever, uh, won't nail down a date. It was like, absolutely, let's do tomorrow at this place at 8. Great, easy. And I just felt like it just was a community, mm-hmm. much more than this city's ever been to me in the past five years. And, uh, and so I was just like, I was, I remember walking down the beach and I was just like, it's just time to figure this out now. It's time to figure this out. And obviously I have concerns and things that I'm going to miss, but I, my friend texts me and she's like, you know what, Jordan, life is short. Like you have to do what makes you happy. And I was like, I'm happy. I was happy when I was there. I watched every sunset. I walked everywhere because I could shift because I wasn't freezing. Yeah. I went for jogs like almost every day because it wasn't hard to go for a jog at 530 because it was 80 degrees Fahrenheit and the sun was setting over the water and it was beautiful. and I actually just felt like I wanted to run like I just was like, I want to enjoy the sun and be healthy. Everybody's walking, you, you know, everyone's just active, like really just the. So the combination of like the endorphins, the natural beauty and the sun creates a very happy population.
1: Yeah,
0: and I sick. felt it everywhere I went. Everywhere I went, it so was beautiful.
1: Sounds like it's like a celebration of some sort. Like every evening, you just yeah. go out and everyone's just out, and you just everyone's enjoying. Being that sounds like a you went it, to you a know fair. what it is.
0: It felt very primordial in the way that like the sun was like the sun god. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like at five thirty in La Jolla, is this area, you just see thousands of people. They leave their homes, drive, whatever. Just sit on the beach for that last 20 to 30 minutes and watch a beautiful sunset. And it's very communal. It's like we're all enjoying this yeah. thing together. It felt like we're all like looking at the sun god before it goes to sleep. Like this thing that nourishes us. Yeah. And I said to my friend, the one, the one I went on a date with, who was like such a cool dude. And I went on a date with him. And I was like, does this ever get old? I said, you know, like because things get old to me. And he said to me, he's like, I've been here for years. He's like, I come out every single night. With the same coffee and watch the sunset, and he's like, it does not get old Jordan and he's like, and he's like, this place is like magical like it's it's so beautiful and I was just like, yeah, I'm like I just it was so fucking hard to come back. I get into Vancouver, I had a layover fifteen hour layover. Some kind of cheap air fucked me over, but whatever. We'll get into that. Cheap air. I mean, I, sh- I, I get what I deserve. <laughs> 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 oh, I booked with cheap O'Air and they stole my credit card number. Weird. That's happened to me twice, but I keep going back for the deals. It's a problem. My friend's like, yeah, they always steal your credit. I, I know, but I get 80 bucks off the flight. Like it's a, it's a weird fucking thing. Anyways, I'm in Vancouver. I like land. I, had, I was staying at the Fairmont and cuz I'm a lady and uh <laughs> and I, I land and I just you know I've been there for 11 days Shiv. The only time I had to wear a mask was in an Uber
1: and the aer- airport.
0: Airport but I get a little cute with that. Yeah. And uh and I and I landed and I just immediately it was cold. Oh yeah. And people were fucking rude and they were <clears throat> shuffling, cutting people off like just awful and I and it's like the feeling out on the beach. And you know what? I, and people are going to hate me for this. And I was like, Toronto's a scam. It's a fucking scam. And let me tell you why it's a scam. I'm not saying it's not a It's not a good city. There are great things about this city. But it is, for what you get, price-wise, it is so overpriced. True. Everything is so expensive here. Um, price fixing with the telecoms. And there's just an ethos that I feel now that I didn't feel before the pandemic and it's this just parochial view where people are just hall monitors and ratting on their neighbors and highly deferential to the government and they don't question anything and they hate unvaccinated people and they're rude about them and they say the most vile things about their fellow human. And it has brought out such a disgusting culture that I realize I'm like, you know, I said to someone the other day he, that I know who's a doctor, he was like, he sent me this thing. He's like, the people in Austria, the people in Austria, did you see this thing? Which is, what they're doing is they're saying, if you're unvaccinated, you're under house arrest. You oh. can't leave your house. Which is just unscientific, by the way. But anyways, and he's laughing about it. And I was, I was like, said to him, and I was just like, you know, like, this pandemic has really brought out some really disgusting sides of people. Like, what they, when the chips are down, how they really think of their fellow human. And what the lengths they're willing to go to and impose on others. And I was like, you're one of them. And I was like, I'm vaccinated. But I don't treat people that made other decisions like they're garbage. And I don't ask for their livelihood to be taken away and stuff like that. And at Shiv, I feel it. I feel it in this city. And besides the fact that like people fetishize banality in this city in such an insane degree. like People have TDC themed weddings which is the transit commission of our, of our city. Like that people here wear ball gowns to go get their vaccine injection, fetishize the banality. And this is when I, I was like, I'm a dreamer. Like I need to get the fuck out. And I don't mean that in a way that I think I'm better than other people, but it's just my personality type. It's just what I am. I do not fit in here. I don't like that small minded view and, and everything. And I was just like, these people are great. Everyone I met in San Diego was super cool. Shiv, like, reasonable well-intentioned people super warm it was it was very beautiful and my friend who came with me um like when we were at the airport he texts me because he's on another flight and he texts me and he's like this city just works <laughs> and he's like i'm applying for jobs here and i was like it works in every way like it just they treat you there's no lines to get in places
1: how many people live in that city
0: like almost two million so just well balanced, well laid out. Like uh, you can just go for dinner, and there's, there's you don't have to like have some insane reservation and like.
1: Is it expensive the food there?
0: Relatively here, not really. No, really. no over because here you, also you
1: spend at least like forty dollars, and they
0: give you like fat ass portions. Like they give okay. you like w- you can split an, a thirteen dollar omelet with someone. Really? Yeah, because the food's so big, so we would just split food.
1: Like thirteen dollar omelet is how big?
0: Like really big.
1: Like two people can finish and be full. Yeah. So that's like six and a half dollars. Let's like for one person, which is like eight Canadian, maybe seven fifty. Bro, I would get one omelet for one person here for at least fifteen dollars. Like that whole thing, it's a scam. It's a scam. Wow, it
0: it's a scam. I mean, I just I'm like, and it's not a scam where like you can take my. T- I'm not a person. You know, these other people are like taxation, theft, like lunatics. But it's like. My point is that the government is so inefficient and bloated that I don't have a problem paying taxes, but it's, like, for what you fucking get and, and like, the healthcare system, it's, like, here, everyone says it's so great. It's, like, everyone I know that gets fucked by this system has to go to the U.S. for something because they can't wait. They can't wait for an MRI in five months. So I had to pay $700 and drive to the U.S. when I needed healthcare. So it's just like I I realized toe for toe when I was going through this whole thing. I was just like, yeah, I kind of been lied to about certain things in my life.
1: I never thought I would hear that Canadians are mean than people in well USA. this city because everyone's it's a wannabe. A yeah, yeah.
0: It's a wannabe town. It's people who are insecure in themselves and where they're at in their life.
1: A lot of people in Toronto don't weren't born in Toronto. Like people came and like built this city, right? Yeah, so but if you're gonna get to the next level, you have, have to, leave. to leave. Yeah, you leave. Yeah, that's true. I.
0: Otherwise, you just you stop growing. Yeah, and so that's you know it's what I feel. Anyway, I want to talk about my friend. Texted me when I was in the airport, and I could talk about more about this on the Patreon or San Diego. Um, he his job he's gonna kill me for this, but okay. So those of you that don't know what SEO is, mm-hmm. SEO I'll explain it to you. When you Google something, let's say best massage therapist in Toronto.
1: <laughs> just go, your mind goes to that.
0: You, for it's me, you add erotic before massage. <laughs> now, most people think that whatever comes up at the top usually has a lot of credibility associated with it, but it's it's just that they've hired a good SEO firm. Google does not d- decide those results. It's based on a lot of factors, but the idea is that if, let's say a massage therapist Toronto does 3,000 searches per month, if you get to the top, the top two uh, spaces on Google usually share about half that traffic. So you're fighting over, let's say like 1500 hits a month, which if you convert one out of a hundred, you can run it back like that. So it's a good investment for people that want to grow a business. Okay. So if you're in a really competitive field, it's very expensive to pay for SEO because usually you have to pay like, for example, person injury, those Google ads at the top, you click those, it's $120, but more people are going to click the results. So if I'm a personal injury lawyer, I'm like, God, if I can get to the top spot when other people are paying 120, that's a very valuable thing to me. But they're paying 120 because it's worth for the leads. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my friend who does SEO for all kinds of industries, one of the SEO companies, I won't say the name of it, but it's like one of the big it's actually two tube sites for porn. Oh. Okay. So what's so funny about this is that like when you send a report to a client, right, the massage therapist, you tell them like, okay, you rank for massage therapist Toronto, you're number four, best massage in Toronto, you're number two, and you give them all their positions. And the idea is like, okay, are, how close are you getting to number one every month? And also, is your traffic to your website going up every month? Okay, that's the value of the SEO. So when you're a porn tube site, if it's like Asian anal, it might do like, Five million hits a month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very specific. Yeah. You know? whatever. So what's funny about this is that he has to send a report to the porn client who has these tube sites, you know, like red tube, all these different ones with their main keywords that they want to rank for <laughs> on Google, but they first give them to you. Yeah. So they send you a spreadsheet. Yeah. And usually, okay, so if, example the person under are allowed would be like, you know, they're giving you all their options. It's like Family Feud. They're yeah. saying, like, okay, what are the top options I want to rank for? Well, these yeah. sites, it's all traffic, it's yeah. especially like Google traffic. That's kind of their only source. Uh, so he has to have this Excel document with thousands and thousands of different terms, <laughs> each more grotesque more than the next. Yeah. yeah. And they got to get really granular, right? Yeah. So if it's like MILF swallows come, right? They have to get like really granular with the thing. So he does SEO for like high-end enterprise, one percenters, like real people. Like yeah. get on the phone with you and say like, I'm not ranking for this. Yeah, yeah. But in this situation, he said it's the highlight of his week because he has to get on a Zoom call with the client
1: and be all Pull serious. This, all, all serious. serious.
0: And yeah. he can't. He says he still can't. Yeah. And have to be like, So, what are your concerns with the report? And they'll yeah. say like, well, we dropped one spot for Asian anal. We're number three now. <laughs> and for like BBC, big, like BBC Come fest, <laughs> we're number five. Now you might not, you might think like, okay, well, it's one spot. <laughs> but the difference between what people click and that is massive. Yeah. So dropping one spot for Asian Anal could mean like you lose 50,000 hits a month to your website. That's huge especially from your advertiser perspective, right? Yeah. And so he has to get on the call and they have to run through their laundry list of saying like okay, we had a meeting with the team uh we we we're seeing that like Black traffic's up this month, you know, or whatever. Yeah. George Floyd, you know, <laughs> inspires certain porn. Their George, their George Floyd porn is up this month. By the way, I saw a tweet the other day that said George Floyd would have been unvaccinated. I said, man, that's good. Um, So it's like, say they're like, okay, black porn is, is doing well. It's a yeah. cultural shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they have to have the call to be like, okay, so we're, so like BBC and teen girl is like one slot down, yeah. but we like, we want to rank for like, bbc anal or like bbc milf (laughs) MILF anal and he has to say like no problem like we'll put a lot more resources towards the bbc BBC milf MILF yeah and he's like (laughs) and he's like but did you see we gained one for asian threesome and she's and she's and she has to be like yeah we don't really care about the asian threesomes like it's not it's not driving a lot of traffic this month we're already number one for asian threesome like fisting porn calm like the dirtiest dirtiest thing yeah and i said to him i was like i would pay money for that zoom call yeah, it's like can you record it and give it to me i just want to watch it one time to just rank for the different thing and he said it's the funniest thing ever because you have to go through each term as if you're saying like car insurance lawyer toronto yeah. like the same kind of approach like we're losing traffic to asian anal like let's go and then they have to have meetings with their sub departments advertising you know marketing stuff like that and then they have to have consensus like okay what's going on with like the asians like what's going on with the gays what's going on with the milf porn like what's going on with the team like what's big now we know family but all that stuff <laughs> i should ask him about that yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i'm seeing a lot of family porn, and then he's gonna go it's what you click and i'm like oh oh
2: <laughs> Ugh, it's an algorithm.
0: I thought that was so funny, and I said, "Can you send me one of those reports?"
2: That's that's a
1: funny meeting. Honestly, I would love to see that too. Yeah, play it on the show if you get it.
0: I said, "Just invite me to the next one. I just want contr- to. <laughs> I want to contribute like I'm a member of the team. <laughs>
1: just be
2: like. We in brought
0: DC. in our gay expert, and I come in Hello, like, i 'Hello, I'm I'm an expert on gay porn. I can tell you all the terms, including the ones you don't even have on that spreadsheet that I know. <laughs> like, what? like this, this guy's tell a tell, fucking pervert, like snowball. What's what's snowballing?" So. <laughs> It's like when you like come in someone's ass and then drink it out with a straw uh,
1: Okay okay tell me more
0: Like I they should that's a great fucking idea if they yeah. haven't thought of this already hire the porn stars to consult on the SEO They probably do that Don't thought don't you think I don't know because maybe it's like you don't you're not listening you are like because listen the thing the with SEO is yeah. you find the gem term Yeah that has a lot of traffic but is low competition so they might feel say like Oh no Like with the family porn yeah. It's it's gonna be huge this year With the pandemic Yeah Like it's gonna be Everyone's gonna be watching it At Snowball. home Snowball Snowball I know oh. a lot more Cleveland Steamer But like what's, everyone what's knows that. Cleveland how. Steamer what's I think steamer? that's when you shit on someone's chest And then you get on top And like rub, rub it, it in with your ass
1: Cleveland Steamer That's yeah. what it is And then
0: someone told me this one It's called like The Lincoln It's when you like Shave all your <laughs> Oh fuck This is funny <laughs> You shave all your pubes off and like yeah. keep them in your hand. You keep them in your hand. Okay. Yeah, and then you come on a girl's fi- like upper lip. Okay. And, you and then you are in here and you throw the pubes on the face so it sticks like a beard.
1: Oh my god, man! Who makes this? shit Now, up? do people
0: actually do these things? Do you think, or it's just like a you know, like something some sick fuck comes some up sick with? fuck
1: Does it, and we have lots of those guys. <sighs> listening to this this show yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) person listening is like fuck you because we want to do this thing on the show that i came up with But we're gonna call actually can you don't dm me uh not in a mean way but just like it's been enough uh dm uh, or email the show on mentionablepodcasts at gmail.com and give us your phone number because i want to call people that listen to this show live so if your phone rings and it's like a Toronto area code, just actually—is it Toronto area code? And yes. we're gonna block it, and because uh, we don't want you get cute. And then we're gonna ask you how Shivy's doing on the show, like a performance review.
1: Do we want to do it just for the Patreons?
0: Are you saying they're you value them more as humans?
1: No, no, no. no. I value all of Cause our I am. audience <laughs> Cause I am. as equals.
0: Well. Anyways, email us, but we'll we could do yeah. extended version for the Patreon. Okay, well, what Let's get happens? To the what
1: happens if if the review is good or bad? Like what happens? Like what's the what what? what it do doesn't matter.
0: Do? We, we still throw you on the boat, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have some weights on your feet, so you sink right to the fucking bottom when it sinks. <laughs> You're getting on that boat. You well. heard you heard Mr. Trump. <laughs> this is a, a new world. <laughs> no, I'm sure they'll say nice things.
1: No, what, what are they going to say? What they say wrong, like bad things? Like
0: they're probably just going to say you laugh too much.
1: But like what it, Don't give them ideas. What that. are they
0: supposed to like what's he supposed to do when he sit beside me? So my friends said that all the time like my friends like only you would put someone on your payroll just to laugh at you. It's <laughs> like you know when you put it like that it's kind of funny. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, um do you want to just get to the guest? Yes. Okay. So, there's something called Blackout Friday. It's a subreddit. It's a takeoff of Anti-Work, which is also a subreddit. We explained in the interview what Anti-Work movement is. You've probably heard about it. But the idea is that some people, subreddit's got 11,000 people in it, are planning a walkout of work on Blackout Friday. And the idea is that that's a way of them, they're going to protest against Substandard working conditions, everything from low wage to lack of health benefits to the whole structure of the gig economy, yada, yada, yada. So we had on one of the guys, Christopher? Daniel. Wow. Why did I say Christopher?
1: I have no idea. I'm in San Diego. I'm not even here. You're not even here right now. Yeah.
0: Wow. He's going to be touched. (laughs) Daniel was uh, one of the moderators of the subreddit that Shivy found, and um, we decided to have him on the program Just to talk about the anti-work movement and then talk about their concerns and where they're going. It kind of went in different directions. First we talked about those things and then when I felt like we'd exhausted that, we kind of went off in some other directions. I just wanted to kind of give a more balanced view of the whole situation. Um, So we might clip that and throw that up on YouTube or something. But this is our interview with Daniel. Enjoy. We are here with Daniel from it's r slash Black Friday Blackout, which is a takeoff of Anti-Work, another subreddit. Daniel, can you explain to me what the Anti-Work movement is?
2: Sure. So the Anti-Work movement is just generally people realizing that the jobs that they've been forced to participate in, you know, to make enough money for rent and to not be homeless and stuff like that and pay for food or medicine, have been mistreating them for a very long time. You know, people don't have benefits anymore. People don't get pensions anymore. There's no protections from awful bosses. And COVID working conditions are unsanitary across the country, every state. Is it largely uh,
0: like precarious employed people? Is that the idea behind it? Like gig workers?
2: Uh, I mean, like, it's really all across the board, all age groups. Um, You got people who have full-time jobs and are just sort of showing up for it. You have, like, people who are working at McDonald's and who want to quit. Um, yeah, just sort of your average everyday person can go on there and read some stuff that's not like, oh my god, it's the Communist Manifesto. It's it's just people sharing horrible stories about their bosses, which everyone has already been doing, but on a big bigger scale.
0: Yeah, they just want to be treated with dignity, basically.
2: Exactly, yeah. And not have to have their whole life revolve around working, and especially working for the people treating them so poorly
0: so what is the outcome that they desire from that
2: i think generally the outcome they're desiring and you know i don't want to speak too much for the entire anti-work subreddit there's over a million people on that thing so but uh it's generally like american focus is like what's your job it's the first question and like that's it you work all week a little bit of weekend work all week it's like I don't think many people on the sub are saying we just shouldn't have to work. Everything should be provided by some mystical fairy. They're just saying we'd like to work and then be able to stop working and go travel or hang out with friends and then come back to work. Right. And just saying that already feels like a crime. It feels like cringing to say it, but that's not unreasonable. Yeah, it's like
0: living in a prison. I mean, for yeah. one, we all use iPhones, which are made on people who are slave slaves who jump off the building and try to kill themselves because their lives suck so much. I mean, that's basically what we do. It's like, I don't think many people put into the things they buy anything. I think they just look at price, right? So like fast fashion, anything like that. You look at India and these places, it just destroys the different places. Like we just, we're not conscious buyers, most people. Um, but I think what I have a problem with is like, I met a girl at a party and she's fairly privileged and she was railing about capitalism and like, don't get me wrong. I have issues with capitalism myself, but it was like, there was something ironic about looking at someone who had probably been the 1% of the 1% of the world who had benefited the most from capitalism, giving me a lecture about the system that she was at the top of. And I kind of like presented that to her being like, yeah, but like, aren't you kind of complicit in this exploitation? And she just sort of looked at me like I was crazy.
2: Well, I mean, what I'm hoping she said was there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. You can turn from company to company and try to switch it up. But like eventually it's revealed like every company's trying to make as much money as possible all the time. So actually, they're all bad and there's no way to make it good.
0: So you're saying basically because there is like you're saying in the subreddit, you're saying you don't have a problem. With the system that you guys just want better working conditions, or do you have a problem with the whole system?
2: Oh, I mean, I think generally across the board, people are saying there's a problem with the whole system. You know, healthcare being tied to work is ridiculous. You should be able to get your teeth fixed if they're broken. Doesn't matter whether you're working at Staples or if you're homeless or working at an office, you should be able to get your teeth fixed.
0: Of course. Yeah. And there's people in there who, so I guess gig workers on there. Aren't entitled to any benefits. of they, I don't. I'm not familiar with the American system, but basically, you have to buy private insurance. Is that how it works?
2: If you can afford it, and if you enroll in the enrollment periods when they show up, which is infrequently, what a country! It's all absolutely just like it's needlessly complex and designed to, you know, have you make mistakes. Like my girlfriend had one of her teeth removed, and she thought she was doing the right thing under California state dental Medicare program, but they didn't double check or triple check. And so now she's getting stuffed with like a $1,300 bill that the insurance should pay for because obviously she shouldn't have to, like she doesn't have those savings. I don't have those savings.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't consider healthcare as like a profit making thing. That's, that's something that seems to be an American thing. I, I, because anyway, the the goal in that situation is for the insurer to deny coverage, so the insurer mm-hmm. makes more money by making more sick people not entitled to benefits. That's the very model of what it is. So it is totally evil in itself. I can't – that's one yeah. of the things I've never gotten over about America. It's just um, – is that you – and it, it's kind of coming like that here now where people just – I think the whole – the two political beliefs I really hold is like number one, you should have healthcare, And number two, that like if you are someone who works a full week to the best of your ability, you should be able to order like rent an apartment. And that doesn't seem to be the case now. Is it like a person can just, hey, I'm, I'm working full time, I'm giving it my all and I just can't survive. And that's to me is end stage capitalism. And I feel like it's crazy to see this happen at this point in time because like it's, it's kind of like it used to be easier to hide and now it just sort of seems like it's everywhere.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of the goal of the subreddit is to make it more visible, you know, like everyone sharing these horrible screenshots from their bosses or like definitely illegal letters saying like don't form a union, you know, don't discuss wages. That's like you can't do that. That's illegal. It's rarely enforced because people are scared and don't want to lose their job and then become homeless. But like it happens everywhere.
0: Yeah. Do you do you hear any horror stories from the Amazon uh work like yeah.
2: warehouses? Yeah. Like uh, this isn't this is one that I you know heard about on the subreddit at first and then read articles about it somebody died on the factory floor and they didn't stop you know taking items from places and putting them on trucks and taking items off of trucks and putting them in places at all right. they worked around like the dead body for like four five hours <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, what's wait no of, like, one even insane? called 911 or anything like, no, like, they, what? like the, the, the management was like aware and they're like, well, he's already dead. We don't want to affect our productivity too much. Oh you God. know, it's not like getting in there and, and halting all the work for 10 minutes is going to do anything, you know, for the company. So
0: I've heard of people pissing in water bottles because they, if they take piss oh, breaks, yeah. they get deducted.
2: Hmm. Yeah. And they walk like 20 miles a day and like carrying heavy shit and like old people take those jobs, old people who can't get jobs in other places because of ageism. And like their bones just can't support that. The jobs grind them to like little nubs.
0: Well, I saw this tweet that was saying, um, you know, it was basically, it was talking about like it was presented in Bloomberg, which is just like neocon propaganda. It was basically presented that like it was a good thing that there were uh, retired people in America going back into the workforce Uh, because of the labor shortage so it's like they look around they're like what can i do and it's basically like oh you could just come work for us because like these people won't work and i was like that i don't think that's i think that's like a neoliberal lie like the idea that like you're retired you're 70 and now it's like a good thing that you're going back to work in bad shape like you were saying
2: no it's a horrible fucking thing (laughs) jesus
1: christ (laughs) do you have any questions shivam What's the, what's the retaliation like? What are the companies saying, and what 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 are they saying? Why don't they want to do it? Because dignity and like you <laughs> should, right? Except money. If <laughs> money is not the thing, like what else is the issue?
2: The issue is if you give an inch, if anyone sees that you can make gains, they're going to keep wanting to make gains. So, like, let's say you're like, okay, we'll give you sick time. And it's like, okay, so we didn't have that for years and years and years and years, and now we have it, and it seems like it was just because we asked, and we maybe stopped applying for your jobs as much? Well, what about child support? Like, what about, you know, a whole giant list of other things? And, uh, yeah, I, I think the corporations are very, very aware. And the union-busting tactics are in full swing. Like, several Starbucks have been shut down recently, like, after whispers of unions
1: any company that does give you anything, like if they give you sick leaves and if you ask for more, everyone has just enough potential to give you stuff. Like if their whole budget for revenue is just, let's say 70% of the whole company's budget, they can only do 70%. Now in those 70%, you can either have childcare leaves or you can have sick leaves or like you can have one of those things or maybe two of those things out of 15 things that people are demanding, right? like i don't think any company can accept the big ones like most companies can't do it does it mean like we'll lower down the businesses that are open or every business now would want to be a monopoly or like would want to be as big so that can they can support the people you, you know what i mean
2: yeah and i think that's a, a sort of failure of our government like yeah individual businesses shouldn't have to put up for your health care like that should be something that like in most countries like in, in europe and Some parts of Asia, it's just free. It's just we're in Canada. Yeah,
0: it's well, it's not free. It's it's taxpayer funded, but yes, it's free.
1: So, but yeah,
2: taxpayer funded. Whatever. Yeah, I'm happy to pay taxes so that I can be a part of a system where I, if I'm sick, I don't have to worry about calling an ambulance. I, I I saw a guy break his leg on a scooter on the sidewalk. This was maybe three years ago, and we were like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" He's like, "I think my leg's broken." And I was like, "I'll call an ambulance." He said, "No, I'm calling an Uber." because an ambulance would be too expensive i can't afford that i'd probably go bankrupt
1: oh my god that's horrifying i heard a story one guy he uh, he had a heart attack but he had a condition of having heart attacks and he had a tag on his uh shirt don't call an ambulance if you see me almost dead call me an uber please like he he had to put a tag on him just so people don't call him an ambulance and shit but okay so i had a uh, another question too for that so if your thing is with the government and if you you say that the government should make policies shouldn't your whole uh, argument and protests should be against the government not the corporations in general
2: yeah i mean that's that's a good question um i think that's like sort of an overarching goal for a lot of people on the subreddit and um i think it's it's a lot more like vague and ambiguous and big of a goal Mm -hmm. and like restructuring of our entire like society kind of goal anti-work is like hey existing companies are like really severely mistreating their workers and putting their lives at risks and like killing them essentially that's a lot more concise and specific of a problem that everyone can look at and across the board be like well, yeah, I guess it isn't good if Amazon's letting a corpse rot on their factory floor for, like, five hours. No one's really going to disagree with that. You know, so it's just kind of an effort to, like, get people on board and, you know, open their eyes to it's what's so, it's I agree with everything around.
0: you're saying, but it's yeah. so fucked that we have to say, like, you the goal to is to... Tra- <laughs> yeah. Literally, this it's is your to to goal, to get right. others to treat <laughs> others with respect. Like really, like that's like dignity and respect. It's a very basic goal. It sounds like you know you're going through this. You're like, yeah, we just want to be treated with dignity and respect. Like I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like I don't understand. Like like,
0: hearing that, that, I'm like, that's (laughs) like a very yeah reasonable like ask. Mm. Now, how what percentage is? Go ahead.
2: Yeah. I I was just gonna say, like I would say eighty to ninety percent of the posts and the comments are people who have like been working for years. And sometimes, you know, for the same company for years with, like, no raises, no benefits, no anything. And they're like, look, I'm happy to work. I like interacting with people or I like taking care of animals whatever it is. But just to be constantly disrespected and, like, have your life, you know, threatened in, in such a visible way with COVID nowadays, like, if you don't have PPE, your company just doesn't care about whether you live or die. Yeah, well, it's, it's,
0: it's ba- it has a weird class thing to it because basically I said it's like the laptop class is being served by lower class who then is being used as human shields. That's kind yeah. of what yeah. COVID is like. It's like, oh, you're a cog in the wheel, like keep the machine going. But like, we're going to protect these people.
2: Yeah, you're unskilled labor, but you're essential employee. But only can't for go this, home. But only for this time. That's what they're saying, basically. Yeah, like and you, you don't get a raise. Yeah. yeah. And you you have to you can't sit down. You have to stand your whole shift if you're a cashier anywhere.
0: So how many people do you think of the subreddit would actually walk out on Black Friday? Because you guys are at what? I didn't look at the numbers. Like 14,000? Does that sound right? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, 11.3. 11, so you're 11.3. Like, what percentage of those people would actually have the balls to do it?
2: I don't think it's about the balls, like a good number of the people on the subreddit aren't employed in like a Black Friday sort of business. So like, not like the most relevant of questions, but I think anybody who is uh, in the subreddit is probably pretty likely to, you know, cause a little havoc on their way out or like keep their job, but do a work slowdown where a lot of the non-essential stuff, they'll just take five, six times as long to do. Like making change, for example. And it just causes the company to lose money, but they don't have to lose their jobs because it's not like they're, you know, just leaving.
0: Are they scared they're going not going to find another job?
2: They're scared that in the time it'll take them to find another job, everything else in their life will pile up and the debts and stuff like that. And like, you know, the pressures of also trying to find a job. You know, you might not have a vehicle, you might not have people to look after your kids. It, it's all...
0: Just a huge web
2: of garbage. Well, that's
0: why I said balls, because it's a very scary thing. But I I mean, I'm saying it's a laudable thing, but I'm saying it's also a scary thing. Um, Now, what percentage of those people, because the way anti-worker initially was presented to me was that people that just didn't want to work. Like, are there people like that that are just like, I just want to live in like a a farm? I just like, I know people like that kind of on like Reddit Collapse and a couple others that are just like, yeah, I just want to live in like a farm community. Or is it just people that say we want improved working conditions
2: i'd say it's mostly pretty much like 80 90 wanting better working conditions when i joined the subreddit i joined it like maybe a year and a half ago and it was pretty small it was like maybe 75k and a lot of the people there were talking about like you know i kind of just want to vibe i was put on this earth i didn't ask to be i kind of just want to vibe until i die and other people being like Yeah, like, I'll I'll do work, I guess, like, I want to help out in society, but, like, I don't want it to be, oh, you don't have a career in mind? Oh, my God, you're not, like, sucking your boss's toes? Like, what's wrong with you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're the mod, so what are the, like, rebuttals that you get from trolls? Like, what do you, when you say these things, what do people say to you on the internet?
2: stuff like you want everything for free you want everything to be handed to you you don't want to ever do any work for any reason you expect things to happen magically um you're just not working hard enough you're just not looking for the right sort of job and you should quit the one if it's bad because there's good jobs right around the corner
0: so there's the lie that america is upwardly mobile is that the idea
2: yeah
1: Okay. Generally, yeah.
0: How much do you, do you think about With this stuff the threat of automation Because I imagine corporations will just say Oh we'll just automate your job
2: That's the thing Automation shouldn't be something That we're afraid of But because of the way our society is structured We are Because yeah it means your job is gone So now you have no job But the whole point of automation is that Machines do shit for us so now we can just hang out And chill We have washing machines We have washer dryer We have shit like that, so we don't have to do it. We can watch TV. That's the whole point.
0: Right. Well, I think there's this... Do you believe in the belief, though, when like, there's a belief like, oh, automation will come, and then the jobs won't go away. There'll be people that have to service the robots. So my thinking process is, like, if I'm a corporation, I'm buying the robot to get rid of jobs. So, like, do you you not agree that there's going to be job loss? Yeah, but... Like, my goal is to make profit. That's that's the that's the part of the corporation. It has to make profit, right? So the idea is, like, I'm yeah. going to buy the robot so I can make more profit by getting rid of the human capital.
2: Sure, yeah. So what's
0: what's the question? But is it more like when you talk about, like, when everyone's just hanging out, is that, like, who's... How are you making money? It's a universal basic income. Is that the idea?
2: I mean, yeah, not even necessarily and income, not even necessarily like money existing, like a post money sort of society where think of it, like go back, you know, a thousand years, if you were like a surf on some sort of, you know, landed knight's you know, estate, you worked, you toiled in the fields, but you also had time to just stick around, you know, visit family, hang out, like go fishing, whatever you felt like doing. And then like a lot of times you just sort of ate food in like the big common areas and they also provided you protection from like raids and stuff and you'd hide behind their walls and there wasn't like a monetary system necessarily it's just everyone is doing their part so everyone gets to eat and everyone gets to hang out behind the walls if there's like a bunch of barbarians and shit
0: so but then the idea is that the doctor in that village just works out of the kindness of their heart
2: well it's not kindness of their heart it's love for the community and and, you know family that i'm assuming so it's like a
0: barter system is that what you're saying
2: yeah, but, you know, even less specifically centered around like, oh, well, I'm going to give you two cows, which is worth five sheep, which is worth eight pigs. Like, Yeah, I really, just as long as everyone's showing up and doing their best,
0: everyone gets to eat. I mean, it's, I, I, it's interesting because it's like, we're so far from what you're saying, but that's how we're wired, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is like, I, I, especially at this point in time, we're so far from what we're supposed to be. Like, we're supposed to be in tribes you know the idea of like my sister has a baby but someone has to help with the baby but you're 2 hours away but it's like oh cuz we were just meant to live in tribes and just be happy and environment and pick things off the trees and stuff like that and we're so far away from where that we're we're supposed to be like 12 porn tabs and like instant gratification on your phone like it's it, it's almost the opposite and it's funny because so many people are miserable now and when you go on a trip, people will say things like, Oh, it changed my life and it didn't change your life. It reset your value system. That's all it did. And so like, when you do that with people, it's like, it's like every time I've lived a simpler life, like you're saying, I was happier. I was happier at 22 poor. And it's because everything else was more important relationships and stuff like that. And passions and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Um, It, it makes me think of, uh, have you ever seen any of the shows like Walking Dead yeah. where there's yeah. some sort of apocalypse and then there's some sort of survivors? Yeah. The sort of communities that they have, it's like everyone roams around together and we scavenge for food and stuff and then we all eat it. It isn't like, oh, well, Jimmy didn't find any food so he doesn't get to eat tonight. It's like we're all working f- together and maybe someone's manning the watchtower and somebody's filtering water doesn't matter as long as we're all doing something or if you're sick just getting healthier equal con-
0: contribution you get
2: to yeah yeah you get to eat right
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's such a it's such an interesting thought because i feel like i talk about how like we're all complicit in this system meaning like we're having a conversation on something that was made in slave labor and like we still living in first world and having access to certain things are so much farther ahead than other people and th- I think the evil thing about capitalism is like it's like a fish like the bottom people end up exploiting the bottom people, and that's what's like the sickness of it it's like it's like you're eating the people in your same class um but it's, it there is an irony in talking about complaining about capitalism when it's like you're on the MacBook. Like, we're all addicted to this yeah. stuff sort of thing.
2: We're addicted to it. We're born into it. We're not presented with an alternative choice, you know, most of the time. Yeah.
0: So. yeah. What are some of the asks for Blackout Friday? Because I know Shivy mentioned it was like a $25 minimum wage. What are some other things
2: that have come up? Um, I think a lot of what I've already said, you know, from like a dignity standpoint, like the ability to take time off, not not ask not be like well please uh may i go to this wedding (laughs) for my brother just you know take the time off of course that sort of thing where it's just like i i have a life outside of this job and that's actually more important to me like my love for my family and siblings than whether or not you get these you know like electronics on the shelves by 2 p.m that's actually more important to me and i think most people would agree so we just sort of want the workspace to reflect how we all feel about what's actually important.
0: Right. But like, they're going to ask you for tangible things. Like, so minimum wage, healthcare benefits. Um, is it a minimum vacation?
2: Yeah. Like it should be. Um, time off should be like approved. It, you know, approved is even too too much in the hands of like someone else it's like shouldn't be within debate, reason if it's, not, it's like
0: a funeral yeah
2: it, shouldn't, <laughs> yeah it shouldn't be up for debate it shouldn't be like you have to convince your boss that your cause is worthy enough to to skip out on you know flipping burgers or whatever right like it, it should be human dignity and, and respect should be like the number one most important thing not the company's bottom line and like obviously the companies are all about making money so that's a it's a strange ask to ask but that's what people want because that would be the best mm. that'd be the nicest way to live. Mm.
1: But there would be so many people who can misuse this so easily. They could just every second day their grandfather would die, or someone would die in their family. Like they could, like I've seen people use it for homework in school. So why yeah, well, if
0: you don't put up certain guardrails, then humans yeah. usually just go off the... R- well, I, I, it's like everyone's trying to work the least amount and make the mo- like the least amount of hours and make the most amount of money, right? So, yeah. Um, okay, uh, so what's yeah. the plan to get the word out about this? Have you guys been doing any media? besides this Um, yeah there's
2: been yeah there's been calls for uh, graphic designers to come and make posters and there's like a, a gallery of a number of posters that have already been made some people have made business cards for you to disseminate like you go to a store and you just drop off a little business card and it has some of the really basic demands and is meant to be like you know essentially you know agitating you know getting more people to realize that this is even happening Right. in the real world and not just on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people are putting up posters on walls and, you know, inside break rooms, but they're not supposed to, but they do anyways.
0: How much of yeah. this is already happening? Because all I hear is every time I turn on the news is, like, labor shortage, and, like, people just don't want to go back to work. Like, how many? How much of this is already, like, a mini-protest already? Like, we heard about the airlines and stuff like that. Like, is, is it seems like it's been going on for quite a while.
2: Yeah, uh... It it definitely has been. I think one of the major things is like a you spend more time with your family thanks to the pandemic. You remember like holy shit, these are the people I love and I want to spend most of my time with, and not just be at work. Yeah. Uh, this is what I care about the most. That's how I want to reorient myself. So this is just and another furthering of that goal.
0: So who's going to be the leader of the movement? Is it you? Like if if the media no, no but I'm no. saying like you know you, we're not revealing your identity on this show. You guys have to have a leader if you're going to do press. Otherwise, it'll fizzle out. Maybe it should be you. I
2: mean, I am—I literally am like a, a trash collector. I just like kick the trolls <laughs> off the subreddit and the spam bots. They think we're a Black Friday subreddit. They're, they're giving us discounts and deals and stuff. I'm, ju- I'm just wow. saying it's, it's like
0: if you want to elevate no, this and get media attention, then basically you have to play their game, which is like they're going to want a person. They're going to want to face. They're going to want a person to do all the interviews. I mean, I come from PR. Like, I just know how it works. So, I mean, that seems like a problem if you don't have a le- a leader.
2: It's a problem, but it also has benefits. You Such know, there's is. not one person, like, there's not one person who can, you know, make some sort of unilateral decision, and then everyone either has to, like, kick his ass or fall in line, and, you know, kind of that shifting in power and who's in control, who's really in control, like, instead of it's just everyone sort of acting as, like, little splinter cells, essentially. Yeah, just I just mean, I just just mean the, media is your,
0: the media is your conduit to more people because your whole game is eyeballs. So I'm just saying, like, I would use that, uh, you know, all you would need is a person, basically, to because I'm sure it's an interesting story. Don't get me wrong. I'm not everyone sees the cracks like, you know, I, I flew this past weekend and like there were so many problems. And everyone I talked to was like, yeah, labor shortage, this, this. They were just like, yeah, this is just flying now. So, like, people know what's happening, but I'm saying if you have a person that can go to the media and really, you know, delineate the whole it's position, the same, the whole thing yeah, it, you'll go way farther and probably achieve a lot more of the goals.
2: I just feel like the the and media, yes, the which is evil. owned I, by... Don't get me wrong. The media yeah, is evil. But if you can use it to your the advantage... Corporations, they have no, no interest in, like, doing stories on this. I think they you do.
0: Uh, now, I mean, I think Substack, stuff like that, you can get a little more alternative and probably find some places. Podcasts are huge. Yeah, when I say the media, I'm more just like easy channels to get more eyeballs. But yeah, the alternative media is a lot more going to be where okay, people yeah. talk about
2: this. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because like, I've, I've seen it be talked about in big media, but, you know, they always frame it a certain way. That people are just lazy and how do we get them to come back? Yeah, it's it's
0: not really. Well, and everybody's, like, chomping at the bit because, like, it's, like, also um, the parties are not that different now and you see, like, even the press secretary when people were talking about the labor or supply shortages, she said a line that was, like, oh, uh, she's, like, oh, yeah, someone something, something, the lost treadmill as if, like, the concerns people had about food and the supply chain were just, like, neoliberal, like, elites in New York with, like, treadmills and it's, like, that's why I think the Democrats used to be the party of the working class and they they are also elite themselves. They speak in the same way about about capitalism.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Go Bernie <laughs> after they devoured him. Yeah. All right. Well thank, thank you. Thank you so much. So if someone wants to find out more about this, um, where can they I know there's the subreddit we talked about Blackout Friday or sorry, Black Friday Blackout. Is there anywhere else they can mm-hmm. join?
2: Um, yeah, I'd highly recommend uh, anti work, and then there's uh, a lot of um, kind of labor organizing that's been happening recently as a result of this. Um, like, do you mind if I share the link with you guys yeah, right sure. now in the in the Zoom chat? It's it's called workerorganizing dot org
1: yeah, emergency
2: that. work like organizing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that upset. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's basically just our subreddit's way of being like, well, here's some tangible change that we could do. Like, if we get more unions that form, if we get more people who have, like, you know, the net of protections, both like legal and health protections and just stability to live like a stable, normal life that isn't chaos, like, everyone's more equipped to, you know, stand their ground a little and not be afraid.
0: Yeah, for sure. Have you guys got censored at all? Like, I know, I saw someone was mentioning that they had been kicked out of, like, the Best Buy subreddit or something. Like, I, I imagine that's happening. But, like, has it happened on YouTube or Facebook, Instagram? Uh,
2: No, but I have a feeling it's on the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me too. Did you ever hear about the, the Chapo Trap House subreddit? Yes. Uh, I used to frequent that subreddit before it got taken down for allegations of you know trying to incite violence or you know attack certain groups of people which wasn't really what it was but what it was was really agitating it had a lot of stuff that was pro-union pro-labor it had like tangible links to like real places you can go and get organized and i feel like that is the real reason that got taken down yeah well anyone who's a
0: threat to power centers will be centered or censored that's why the left needs to stop cheering on censorship because it's just going to come yeah. for it's going to come for anyone who's a, a threat. Like I've seen BLM people be removed off social media. I've seen environmental activists removed off independent journalists. Um, that's why I, I find that stuff really scary. I I have a feeling you're going to experience a lot more of that if this grows. Um, and please share with us where you were removed from because we want to hear about that.
2: I'm wondering what you mean by the left is in favor of censoring.
0: You don't think the left is re- wants to remove certain people off social media?
2: Oh yeah, well, like Nazis and stuff like that should, Who's a should Nazi? get removed. From... The people who Naomi go Wolf, to like the, the white woman color, that, Naomi? the woman that questioned the vaccine,
0: Naomi Wolf, is it is a Nazi? Is everybody? A, I'm, I'm not trying to. No, but this is kind of the mentality: is that um, only Nazis are getting removed from social media? That's not true at all. There's tons of far left people. That are removed from social media. There was a far left YouTube channel that was removed recently. It's not, it's not like, people aren't getting removed for, yeah, of course there's Nazis. Of course there's all these crazy people. But anyone who's like, talking about Pfizer has been removed. People talking about the VAERS database have been removed. People talking about the war. I mean, Glenn Greenwald was removed from like, polite society with the Snowden thing.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think the left as a whole has like a big goal of like deplatforming someone like Steven Crowder or like Ben Shapiro. It's just not that important. Like it is annoying, sure. That's not like a huge you've never goal. It's mostly people,
0: about you've never heard that from people in I the mean, black.
2: I've I've heard people say that like it sure would be nice if they shut the fuck up, but like more important is like labor and organizing and Healthcare and that sort of thing is definitely more the focus. I mean,
0: each party, left or right, wants to have less of other people talking because they feel like it's like a threat to what they're saying. So, of course, there's been people on the right that want to censor too. But it just seems like the left-wing channels have more control over big tech. And so that's why you're seeing people that are all over the place. But a lot of right-wing people are getting removed off social media. And I know you don't have a problem with it because you're like, I don't have the same message, but like, I, I don't think that's a good system. I don't think you should just remove people, deperson them with any sort of, uh, th- there's no system we just remove people completely. Cause some people, some well, arbitrary I, I, person thinks that it's a threat.
2: I, I feel like what the pattern generally is, and you already said this is on the left side, people who get removed are environmental activists, you know, Edward Snowden sympathizers, that sort of thing. And on the right side, when they get removed, it's cause they're pushing like vaccines will give you autism. Or like white power, uh, generally. That's the whole
0: right wing? That's half the country?
2: I'm not saying that's half the country. I'm saying those are the sorts of accounts that you're get saying taken it's down. I, no, you're, you're
0: saying it's justified when it's my principles. It's not justified when it's other people's principles. You're saying the good people are, are fine. The, the left, they're virtuous. They're doing good things always but that people that don't have share the same ideology on the right that's getting removed, oh, that's just like Nazis and stuff like that. Do you really
2: believe that? I think that's kind of like a trap kind of question. Is it? Like, yeah. Um, like, I, I know for a fact that left-wing prominent, you know, people who are trying to do good things get deplatformed and censored all the time. And generally, companies like Facebook have been found through like internal memos to like be really, really, really careful and selective about who they try to censor on the right. And they're way more like, let's hold off on that for now. Whereas, you know, a black lives matter group, could get zapped out of existence in like a second.
0: Uh, I I, I think it's, I'm just, I'm just kind of, my point is it's happening everywhere. Anyone who's a threat to power. So BLM is a threat to power. Yes, of course they would remove them. But I also don't like this idea that, um, I just don't like this idea that um the right people are always being removed off social media. Even if yeah, even if they get it right eighty percent of the time, there might be people who are just like, it's just I, I, I don't I guess I don't ideologically always believe that someone who's on the opposite side of me is wrong and have should have their ideas censored. I think they should be able to air them and if they're bad then we can all debate them.
2: Sure. But you know and this is True, both sides. They both believe they're right. Well, not everyone is actually interested in a good faith dialogue, a good faith like discussion about it. You know, they're just already set, and they just kind of wanna. But so then,
0: say, then you censor them. They go underground, and seventy-five million of them vote for Trump. They don't go away.
2: Yeah, you just I know that that that's why I'm not...
0: It's it's more. It, I, I mean, I just have a real problem with censorship. I don't, I don't anyone who advocates for it it doesn't know what they're what they're asking for
2: when you say censorship are you like very specifically talking about these social media platforms or are you talking more about the general you know cancel culture thing uh there
0: i would say both but i would say like it's not just that there's cnn and places are listen i'm not a huge fan of fox news but like they have a right to have a network some people don't believe that. There's people like CNN that were working, advocating for them not to be able to speak. Well, unfortunately, they have 10 times your audience at some of your shows. It might not be for you. It might not be for me. But it's what people want. And it's not my right, if I disagree with people on Fox, it's not my right to tell them not to have a show. I find that very disturbing. And I think it's because people think deep down it's a hubris. They believe they have the right ideas. And they believe that if I shut down the other ideas, they'll go away. They'll just bubble up. That's why you'll get right-wing extremism. That's why I don't want to... And no one should be censored, is my point.
2: Yeah, I think it's not real. A lot of the people who are like, I've been canceled, continue to put out content and get paid to do things. But you just said... you
0: You admitted Snowden was canceled and Julian Assange, which I agree with
2: you. Oh well, but are they? Not that's removed because from the, society.
0: I mean, no one wants to hear from them.
2: Yeah, but that that wasn't cancel culture. That was like the United States, like going across international borders to like, you know.
0: I'm not saying it's cancel culture, but I'll tell you right now: the social media companies will definitely censor them. They're already trying. We'll try yeah, to sure. do it. I mean, that's just what it is. Anyways, okay, we're kind of going another direction. So, if people want to support, they can join r slash Black Friday Blackout um and 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 also and anti-work and then also the website we posted thank you so much for your time man i really appreciate it thanks for having me take care thank you for listening to the show or watching the show this has been another week of unmentionable podcast thanks for being a fan
2: (laughs) (laughs) yay